what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, beaming into your ears all the way from Pflugerville. You might know me as Lucy Wow's sidekick, or you might know me as Pflugerville's number one builder of pretzel pillows. My pretzel pillows are so soft, you're guaranteed to have the best night's sleep of your life on them. And then when you wake up, you can eat them for breakfast. But did you know, I'm not just an expert on snacks you can sleep on. I'm also an expert on the subject of invention. In fact, I don't just know about inventions, I was invented. That's right, Lucy Wow invented me, I invented pretzel pillows, and pretzel pillows invented the new hairstyle that's sweeping the nation, pretzel head. Now, none of those inventions ever could have come to be without trying things out. In the invention business, we call trying things out experimenting. Every invention starts with a curious person experimenting with a new idea to see what happens. So all inventors are experimenters. But no inventor liked to experiment more than today's inventor, Thomas Edison. Thomas Alva Edison was born February 11th, 1847 in Ohio. Now, even though Thomas would grow up to be a brilliant inventor, he didn't start off at the head of the class. In fact, he didn't say his first word until he was four. He did so poorly in school that his mother, a former teacher, pulled him out and started teaching him at home. But while Thomas wasn't born a scholar, he was born an experimenter. One of his first experiments was with eggs. He watched his family chickens and noticed that the mother hen would sit on her eggs to hatch them. So one day, he put several eggs in an empty nest and sat on them. Spoiler alert, it didn't work. No chickens were hatched that day. At 15, Thomas was done sitting on eggs and left his family to start working. He roamed the country working as a telegraph operator. Now, a telegraph is a machine that uses an alphabet of clicks or beeps called Morse code to send messages over long distances. There were no phones back then, so the telegraph was the only way to communicate faster than mail. Ironically, it was around this time that Thomas started losing his hearing. He could still hear clicks of the telegraph in order to work, but it got harder every day. Thomas spent seven years taking and sending messages for people, even for the Union Army during the Civil War. But Thomas was an experimenter at his core, so in his spare time, he took things apart to see how they worked, including the telegraph. It was while taking apart his telegraph that he realized that with a few changes, he could make it send up to four messages at once. This was a big break for the world of communication and an even bigger break for Thomas. With the money he made from this new technique, he moved to New Jersey and built a laboratory where he could experiment all the time. Thomas didn't want to work alone though, so he hired fellow inventors that he called muckers to help him out. He called them muckers because he paid them to muck about and experiment. These muckers came from all over the world and would stay up all night working with the chief mucker, Edison himself. 
The phonograph was the first machine the muckers invented that really made an impact on the world. The phonograph was a machine that could record the sound of someone's voice and play it back. In 1877, Edison made the first ever recording machine. He recited the nursery rhyme, Mary had a little lamb. Here was a man whose hearing was so poor, he thought of himself as deaf, and he had invented a way to make words be heard forever. Edison and the Muckers' greatest achievement, though, wasn't something you heard, but instead, something you'd see. Light! Or to be more specific, they invented the light bulb. The light bulb didn't come easy. Thomas and the Muckers conducted thousands of experiments to develop it. But after over 6,000 failures, Thomas was able to produce over 13 continuous hours of light in his laboratory. The first large-scale test of Thomas's light occurred on September 4, 1882, when 25 buildings in New York City's financial district were illuminated. For the first time in history, someone flipped a switch and turned on the lights. I hope someone remembered to turn them off when they left. With the light bulb, Thomas had gotten big, too big in fact, for his lab. So he built a new one that was 10 times larger than the previous one. It was one of the largest laboratories in the world. They were both famous now. The world's biggest inventor and the world's biggest lab. Thomas's last great invention was the motion picture, or as we know it, movies. That's right. The boy who didn't speak till he was four and tried to hatch an egg with his butt brought us voice recordings, light bulbs, and movies. How'd he do it? Experimenting and hard work. Thomas liked to say, Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and start experimenting. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true. There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil Ol' Me, send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go!